You're tuned in to the ETPU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. We are live from the Tiger Room on the campus of East Texas Baptist University after being away for so, so long. This is the inaugural Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Klein, and in case you didn't know that by now, where have you been? <laughs> and joining me on set, as always for this podcast, will be my colleague, Mark T. Robinson. And Mark, just want to say that I'm excited for this new show that we got. We're going to be having some blast on this show. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. Got a lot to get to that I like to talk about. We have missed you guys where you been, but we're back at it in podcast form. Exactly right. Indeed you are. And we are looking forward to having some exciting stuff to talk about. Before we get into all of that, though, here is our starting lineup for today. We're going to be having a segment called On This Date, where we will be recapping historical events that happened in ETBU history throughout the days of this week. Next, we will then begin talking about the best players in ETBU football history, Throughout the D3 era, as of course this is their 20th season in existence, after that, we're going to get some famous sound bites from our head coaches as they talk about the current statuses for their teams. That is all we have for this show. We will have that and more in future shows, but for this show, it's all we got. And before we get into all that, let's talk about the current situation. Yes, sir. You know, Mark? Yes. You and I would normally be excited because we would probably be talking about a football game that's going to be going on this weekend for ETBU football. Maybe see what's happening with men's and women's soccer, volleyball, cross country, um, and maybe some tennis and golf as well, since those count as fall sports, even though they are also in the spring as well. But suffice to say, Mark, we are going to be doing all of those in the wintertime. Yes, kind of weird. Yeah, it, it's so weird. Like, obviously... For those of you that didn't know or have not been paying attention, all fall sports at ETBU have been postponed to January and February, to say the least, because obviously, as we all know, we're continuing to battle this current COVID-19 situation at ETBU or throughout the entire world as well. Uh, you know, it, it's just going to be a little bit of a weird circumstances because we have no sports until January or February. Now, there might be possibility for some sporting events going on uh, in October and November, but we're still kind of on the up and up of that. But we know that for sure the fall sports won't be playing until January, and it's going to be a pretty shortened season. Yeah, it's kind of a odd situation that we're, we're dealing with. But, hey, our world's been turned upside down, and there's no, no other way of putting that. But um, hopefully guys are, are, are staying safe, staying healthy, and things like that. Really uh, cranking up the vitamin C. I know I've been doing that since the uh, quarantine days back in March. And since the time I kind of got back from that time, I've just been down to the vitamin C, the real stuff, the 1,000 MGs. So hopefully you guys are, are, are staying healthy and just being mindful of others. Uh, as well. It's going to be a, it's been a very, very interesting 2020. Yeah, you bring that up, Mark. I mean, I'm just thinking back to, you know, like around the time this whole thing started, I was actually, I was at a wedding for a former employee of mine. Uh, and also it was my birthday celebration to say the least. And then, birthday, well, thank you. I know it's been a long time, <laughs> but then I, I packed up for three days to go back to Houston and spend that time because I was getting ready to go continue for working for baseball. And then all of a sudden this comes out. So now I'm working with 
three days of clothes for some time. Of course, wow. I had to go back to my apartment and pick up more stuff just to continue the quarantine. Let me guess, you had some Baylor shirts in there as well. Okay, Baylor shirts and obviously <laughs> my Houston sports teams as well. I mean, I, I mean, I probably might have had something around there as well. So, but yeah, I mean, but hey, I mean, you should be happy about the fact that you have some Saints and Pelicans stuff. Uh, actually, contrary to popular belief, I do not. What? I was taught to be neutral in this world of Vascom. So oh, my gosh. It's in my psyche, Kenny. What can I say? I'm Mar sorry, man. Okay, first of all, Mark, you're a New Orleans guy. You should represent your hometown team. <laughs> we got people around here that are rooting for the Cowboys. They're rooting for... I don't know, the Chiefs, or say the least, or, you know, you see all the others, like the Rangers, the Mavericks, obviously, the know, Dallas Stars, they're in the Stanley Cup Finals, but, I mean, they're, you need to represent your hometown teams. I know. Note to Mark T. Robinson, get more Saints and Pelican stuff <laughs> for the future. Trying to stay neutral. <laughs> Indeed. Well, folks, uh, that is uh, the opening intro for our show. We got a lot of stuff we're going to get into. Uh, what do we come back? We're going to be having a our first annual On This Date segment. So folks, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a bit. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa and two slices of pepper jack cheese because, of course, that's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time Pico de Gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. And welcome back to the Texas Tiger Podcast, here with Kenneth the K-Rock Khan, alongside with Mark T. Robinson. It's now time for our first segment on this date. Now, folks, we are going to be recapping historical things that happen on a weekly basis. So for our first show, we're going to be recapping the moments from the week of September the 13th of 2000, or this past week, all the way to September the 20th of this past week. So eight days and all that. And Mark, you're up to bat first with your first one. What happened on September the 13th in history? Yes, sir. You're going to love this one in particular, Kenny, because the ETBU Tiger volleyball team swept UT Texas Tyler in the ASC opener on September the 13th, and that was the first win, the first home win for then head coach Kelly Peterson. Uh, the team was led by Kayla Green with a double-double, 21 assists, 12 digs. Mallory Sanders had 10 kills and 9 digs, and Morgan Brooke contributed 13 digs for the win. And it was a sweep. It's how sweep it is. <laughs> All right, September 14th, 2019, the ETBU hockey team swept Texas, the University of Texas, by scores of 4 to nothing and 7 to 3. That first game saw Davis Van Giverden score two goals in the 4 nothing victory over the Texas Longhorns, while in game 2, it was Riley Knott who recorded a hat trick as the Tigers were able to propel themselves to a 7-3 victory. As that, of course, was part of an incredible start for ETBU to their undefeated season, or undefeated stretch of 17 straight wins. Oh, that is uh, pretty impressive. And on September the 15th, to counter that, Matt Broussard, our running man of ETBU, sets the AK school record at Rhodes College, turning in a time of 26 28, good enough for 12th place overall. So, Mac killing the game. I call him Big Mac, just for y'all to 
just to kind of put that out there. He's a high-wired, high-pepped-up body machine is what he is. Uh, he just <laughs> continues. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He just keeps going and going. Yes, sir. All right, September 16th, 2019. The first match of ETBU's women's golf team in their second season. They finished tied for fourth at Rockwin Links in Hobbs, New Mexico. That was a tournament hosted by McMurray University. The first day they had a little bit of a struggle, but they finished 14 strokes better on the second day. And keying that was a strong performance from both Emily Watson and Callie Brockway as they both finished tied for six in the top 10 with a 166 stroke performance. So obviously, few good sign for that team, especially considering later on they would have a big win in the second semester. Absolutely, and keeping this ball rolling, another hashtag Tigers win. Volleyball once again with another upset, Kenny. They defeat number 11, Colorado College, and this one did go five sets. <laughs> ETBU taking it, uh, and they improved actually to eight and two overall after the win. Mallory Sanders, we hear her name once again, had her eighth double-double of the year, 14 kills, 16 digs, and Adez Alanu added 13 kills, and uh, Rihanna Guzman, had 25 assists in the win. Absolutely. Let's go over to football. September 18th, 2017. ETBU defeated Southwestern University 33-23. That put them at 3-0. The best start in program history. What? I know. It's so weird. 17 years in and never before had they gone 3-0. Like, that's insane. Like, how many teams don't do that unless you're maybe the lowly Cleveland Browns, but made their way. <laughs> Drew Smith had 203 yards and three touchdown passes, while Delonzo Threeman was a force on the ground, 151 rushing yards, two touchdowns. And on defense, Ty Parsons, Dylan Bowman, they led the way with 10 tackles each. <laughs> very, very sweet. And speaking of winners, ETBU wins six championships at the ASC Individual Tournament. We have moved on to women's tennis. Kate Bramlett, the daughter of our one of our favorite head coaches here, Jeff Bramlett, uh, respected their uh, the singles represented the singles tournament and was able to defeat Haley Hicks of UMHB 6-1-6-1 and Lika Sukio also picked up a win 6-2 and 6-0 Tiffany Sankowitz defeated Katie Watts both 6-0 victories and Lisa Kendall defeated uh, Kirsten Endicott for the Ozark 6-0 and 6-0 so got a couple of champions for Women's tennis. That was September the 19th, and now we go conclude the week with September the 20th, 2018. The ETBU men's soccer team coming away with a 1-0 shutout win over Harton-Simmons University. Travis Floyd had the long go in the 18th minute. He headed one off the corner kick from Max Pontecorbo, while in net, Brian Patello was a beast with three saves and was also watching as the defense of ETBU kept the Cowboys off the board. And ETBU would finish to win to start the season 3-3. Three and three. Of course, that would be a big win for them considering that later on they would have an incredible stretch where they made the conference tournament and reached all the way to the conference semifinals. So, that is a, 
Pretty impressive. And pretty impressive indeed. And speaking of impressive, that concludes our On This Date segment for this edition. We will continue this in the next weeks to come. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to be talking about our newest segment in just a moment. So then I'm just going to start talking and then get ready for an interest our next segment and then this. And we're back from ETBU's Tiger Room. This is the Texas Six Tiger Podcast. Kenneth the K-Rock Klein, Mark T. Robinson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to introduce our next segment. Oh, 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 oh. wait, what wait, wait. What is that? Do wait. I have the ducky cover? No, no, Mark. Relax. Calm down. Is the world ending? No, Mark. Calm down. Calm down. This is nothing serious. It's not fine. Everything's, sure? Mark, everything's fine. Just settle down. Relax. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a surprise segment. I forgot to mention this, but this is a segment we like to call Ambush Alert. Don't scare me like that. Well, I'm sorry, Mark. I know you're I know you, you get afraid sometimes of the dark, but that's okay. It's fine. You're okay. But anyways, Ambush Alert, basically, this is a segment where we take a look back at a former alumnus of ETBU and just see what they're doing up to these days and Mark T. Robinson actually has a special uh, player uh, that she, he wants to talk about so Mark uh, the ball is in your court. Ah that it is and former ETBU volleyball player Bailey Bias has just been introduced as the newest graphic designer for Southern Girls Graphics and she will be starting that I believe this Week so getting in her first job after graduation. Never heard of Southern Girl Graphics, probably for a good reason. But good job to Bailey Bias, and we will continue to keep up to date with her journey as well as the journey of all of our alumni that have graduated here from the Hill. So you heard it here. That was our ambush alert. Special shout out to Bailey as well, being a Houston native, of course, went to Paryland High, went to Lutheran South Academy. You have to throw that in every time. Okay, well, I, I can't help it. All ASC East first team, all ASC honorable mention, as well as an all academic. She, of course, her best game in her career was a double-double, 14 kills, 10 digs against St. Thomas University in Houston, I might add, uh, last year, 10 on October 22nd, 2019. So Bailey Bias, of course, with the first edition of Ambush Alert. All right, folks, before we were uh, rudely interrupted. Very by, rudely. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I know, you still get goosebumps. All right, before we were interrupted by the Ambush Alert, we were getting ready to talk about a new segment, uh, a special segment, to say the least. Now, as we all know, this is the 20th anniversary of, or the 20th edition of ETBU football that would have been played this season, but has been postponed to... Uh, January, to say the least. We're all very sad. Which is disappointing, but, of course, we're going to get the football games in. Don't worry. But just to make sure that we still keep pride with ETBU football, as well as with ETBU's other sports, just to let everyone know, we're going to be doing a series of segments called The Best Players in ETBU's uh, History, at least during the Division Three era, to say the least. So going all the way back to 2000, uh, for football when they started, but also that was when the D3 era started for all of ETBU's uh, sports teams as well. So we're going to be doing a segment. We're going to be looking at the best players from each sport 
and we're going to be recapping their career. We're going to be talking about them, what awards they won. And so basically, we're going to be starting that right now. We're going to go to football, and we're going to be kicking things off with the players on the special teams. <laughs> I see what you did there. No, <laughs> no punt intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who, yeah, punting is so crazy, to say the least. All right, folks. For our special teams on ETBU football, we have six amazing individuals, all with incredible careers. And I will get the honor of introducing the first player. Our first player that's on the special teams was a two-time All-ASC Honorable Mention who had 49 kickoff returns for over 1,300 yards and as well as having two kickoff returns for touchdowns, one against Wisconsin Platteville for 95, the other against Louisiana College for 92 yards. That was back in 2015 when the Tigers ended a long losing streak to the Wildcats of Louisiana College as well. Our first uh, induction into the best D3 player in ETBU football history in the uh, uh, 20 years since they started is Dominic Haggerty. So, Dominic Haggerty, congratulations for making a spot on this list. Absolutely, and next we also have another kickoff returner. That's going to be uh, Jabori Jackson from 2000 to 2003. Was named All-ASC First Team. Had a career of 71 kickoff returns, over 1,800 yards, 1,816 to be exact. Five touchdowns, 12 punt returns for 83 yards. So that, once again, that tandem right up there at the top to kick off our special teams. Yeah, you don't want to face those guys. I mean, it'd be like having <laughs> going up against Desmond Howard in college or uh, De Devin Hester, a recent uh, player for the Chicago Bears. Might be in the NFL Hall of Fame someday. Yeah, but absolutely. our third uh, in introduction, believe it or not, it's another kick returner in Kwame Spikes. He was a player for ETBU from 2009 to 2012. He had 58 kickoff returns for 1,214 yards. That's 20.9 yards per return, if you were to do the math. While he had eight punt returns for 122 yards and about 15 and a quarter yards per return. Kwame Spikes, of course, great player at ETBU during that time. Congratulations to him for making a spot on this list. Absolutely, and now, finally, we get to the interesting core. That is our kicker. Ryan Travis is on the team from 2014 to 2017. Actually had a fifth year, served as a graduate student uh, during the 2017 season, was three-time All-ASC, and was also named two-time honorable mention on the squad. Made the second team as well, All-ASC All second team punter as well. And extra points, field goals, 177 extra points, 21 field goals, 200. 40 points he has accounted for, 286 kickoffs, 16,079 yards, at an average of 56.2 uh, per, per kickoff for you, all of you who are at home doing the math. And 132 punts for 4,726 yards, an average of 35.8 yards. The average, and uh, that is Ryan Travis, folks. And he also makes it as a punter as well. So seven spots, but six players, to say the least. Our next player that we're going to be introducing is another kicker from 2007 to 2009 is Kyle Polk. He was an All ASC honorable mention. Throughout his career, he made 58 extra points, 25 field goals. Now remember, extra points counts as one, and field goals counts as three. So you do the math, that's a total of 133 points on those situations. 
Over 6,000 kickoffs or kickoff yards for 54.9 yards per kick and 17 punts as well for 34.05 yards per punt as well. So Kyle Pope, congratulations for making it to this spot. And our final introduction. I've been waiting on this one. I know. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. Our final introduction, well, let's be real here. What better way to have a special teams player than to have arguably the most decorated punter in the history of the ETBU, to say the least. A four-time All-ASC first-teamer, three-time Division III Football.com first-teamer. He was also voted to their All-Decade team oh, wow. for the 2000s. Not only that, he actually took part in the NFL Combine, and he actually had a tryout with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were coached at the time by John Gruden, I might add. Interesting. Throughout his career, 199 punts, 8,538 yards, 40, almost 43 yards per punt, and he added five kickoffs, but uh, only went 289 yards as well. Most recently, he was inducted into ETBU's Hall of Fame, and he was a core valued member of the 2003 ETBU football team that won a share for the ASC championship. I'm talking, of course, about Scott Verhalen, a Marshall hometown boy, so didn't need to travel very far. And you know, Mark, for somebody of Scott's uh, caliber, for him to be a freshman at a time when ETBU's football team was really getting started, for him to experience the first year and then to end his career as one of the nation's best punters, it was really interesting to hear about his story because I got an opportunity to do an interview with you him. You did? Oh, yeah. You I spoke did. to him? Yeah, I spoke to him, Mark. I mean, what? Uh, come on, Mark. You missed out on a good opportunity. A really good interview. And, folks, we're actually going to be playing that interview for you right now. We're going to be talking to Scott Verhalen uh, in, at this moment. So, ladies and gentlemen, for our flashback or this interview, here is my, me interviewing Scott Verhalen. Yeah, it was exciting to be a part of uh, ETB, ETBU's football history. Um, the team was resurrecting uh, after 50 years of non-existence, and I wanted to be a part of that. Um, I remember my freshman year, the program hasn't wasn't fully established, so there was a handful of uh, selected football players on campus, and uh, along with the head coach, uh, Ralph Harris, and we would organize our own little practice, um, unscheduled practice that we had to come up with ourselves. And it was just an exciting time, you know, getting to see the progression of the program being created. Uh, I got to see the uh, football field being built and also the, the field house. So I got to witness all of that. And it was just an exciting time and was, you know, anxious for for the season to begin an incredible guy to say the least and, I'm, and i'll tell you what he told me about how you know the fact that he went from to the nfl combine which every year draws a lot of people on viewers and you talk about d3 size athletes to division one size athletes as well just seeing the sizes for him to actually represent etbu in that uh, regard, even though it's, it's a punting thing, yeah. um, for him to be a part of that, especially in the NFL Combine, that really says a lot about you know the God-given talent that he had and how hard he worked 
to get to where he was, and, and having an opportunity to try out for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, in the NFL really was an incredible thing to ha hear him talk about. Yeah, one thing I was also going to say just about, you know, guys that start up a, a football program, whether it's football or any other sport, uh, for the, the D3 era to play uh, for NCAA, uh, it's something special. You feel like you're kind of like a founding father, so to speak, like a George Washington-type figure, you know, establishing a country. You're establishing a, a, a type of culture. You're establishing something that guys are going to, when they come and visit ETBU, they come and visit the Hill, they're going to want to be a part of. So he was a big part of starting that culture of football for ETBU. It's been going on. It's been going strong ever since. And it says something about the fact that he was so accessible, able to reach out to us, talk to us, well, talk to you anyway, <laughs> and have the interview and talk about how great the program was. It just speaks volumes to not only each of you focusing on him being a better athlete, but a better man as well. Absolutely. Well, that, of course, is our special teams uh, part of the D3 football top players in uh, ETBU football history. Let's recap them real fast. Dominic Haggerty, Jabori Jackson, Kyle Pope, Kwame Spikes, Ryan Travis, and Scott Verhalen. So That's congratulations six. to those six. All right, next week we're going to continue this uh, thing for football, but we're also going to be including volleyball in this. So volleyball fans, hang on tight because we're going to be bringing you another podcast next week. But in the meantime, though, we're going to take another break. And when we come back... You're going to hear for the first time this season the coaches and how they have adjusted to this segment special thing that we call the COVID-19 situation. Yes, sir. So stay time tuned. Some juicy comments from the coaches. And welcome back to uh, the Texas Tiger podcast, where we are pleased to have Kenneth the K-Rock Klein here, along with Mark T. Robinson. We had some a couple of good segments, and now it's time for probably one that I'm looking most forward to hearing about, the coaches. Now, we all know the situation with the fall sports having to deal with the fact that their seasons won't start until January, but that doesn't mean that this is no time for them to lax up and, you know, fool around, of course, because they got to keep practicing and get themselves ready for January. So, Mark T. Robinson, obviously, you have uh, some coaches and had them express their uh, feelings about the situation. So, Mark, explain to us what you got from them. Absolutely. Well, you were busy talking to uh, Scott Verhalen. I was on the beat speaking to four of our head coaches here at the wonderful establishment of ETBU and I gotta say, it was it was great to see everybody back out on the field, back out on the court practicing and things like that, because this could have very easily been a situation where everything was shut down, no activity whatsoever, but the coaches have done a great job, the athletes have done a great job of adjusting and complying with the rule changes. Because again, I mean, it's a different world we're living in right now. So obviously the impact to sports has been pretty significant, but what the hell are you taking my word for? Here are the coaches in this order. Talk to head women's soccer coach Kristen Cox, Chad Cox, head volleyball coach Darby Graff, and last but certainly not least, our newest head coach, Blake Arbogast of women's basketball. So here it is, folks, our juicy comments from the coaches. Morning. Uh, we did a lot of technical work and it was really encouraging to see the girls work rate and attitude. 
um, just their their pass and their focus, like their excitement to be back on the field as long as mine and Coach Maddie's excitement. Um, we just had a great day full of morning full of soccer. Um, got to end with a little bit of a small sided game and the girls had a lot of fun and we're excited to be back out here again today. Oh man, it's uh, words can't explain it. It's been a long time. We've uh, we've been home or we've been out of town or we've been isolating. We've been doing you know everything you can think of right now away from each other but we are beyond excited to be back on the field together uh be back in the weight room together be back in study halls you name it discipleship um and just just really uh, excited about the opportunity um and that the university has given us a chance to get back out here and continue to grow together as young men uh, and so i i just can't can't thank that enough um you know we're adapting to situations day by day with mask or you know, distancing, whatever it takes, but the guys have been up to the challenge and they're really getting after it and the energy's super high. But really the girls have done an amazing job not complaining about it. They want to be on the court. They know what it takes to be on the court, which is wearing the mask. Um, it kind of gets in the way, but they do a really good job of just going out there, playing and doing what they're supposed to be doing as far as volleyball goes. Um, but I would definitely say that's a big adjustment. But obviously not having a season um, this fall has been really difficult and tough and an adjustment in itself, but um, getting back into the gym this last week really made things start to kind of feel normal um, and get us prepared for what the spring looks like. So the, it's going to be really busy in the spring. Um, so we're excited for uh, this time to prepare and to really connect as a team on and off the court. So Biggest adjustments would definitely be wearing a mask and just not having a season whenever we're all used to having a season in the fall. So we're excited for the spring, though. Amongst all the craziness with 2020, it's been it's been a huge blessing just the the way that the Lord's working um, in my life and here at ETBU uh, brought in brought in some new kids and real excited about them. But, you know, what's what's been awesome is that. The Lord has really blessed ATBU with the chance of having in-person, in-class um, schedules and having kids on campus, and um, it's been it's been really good. It's been stressful at times because, again, as an assistant, you you think you know, but once you get into that head coaching job and position, uh, you you find out real quickly you don't know what you don't know. So, um, but it's been a blessing. It's been it's been great. Uh, staff's coming along and kind of hit the ground running. So. Um, now we're just just ready for October first to get the ball bouncing and and see what this team's all about. So, and uh, again, that was juicy comments from our coach's corner, uh, brought to you by Juicy's Hamburgers and Juicy's Tacos. So, if you're looking for something to eat around town in Marshall, Texas, I highly recommend the best burgers in town. That is Juicy's Hamburgers. Juicy tacos as well. They're relatively new, but also uh, pretty good. But back to our coaches, Kenny. Uh, one of the things that I think, once again, has just been uh, very interesting to watch is the fact that now that there are no games to be played, uh, I've noticed a lot of teams implementing a lot of running drills for uh, their athletes, especially in soccer. I mean, it, it's just been uh, I'm very, very interested to see that the coaches have really <laughs> put their, their their athletes through a series of running workouts, and uh, I bet they're absolutely just loving that right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can only imagine uh, them running and running. And, you know, I think that might give them an edge, especially for soccer, because, you know, as they say, the strong survive. And I feel like if they continue all this running, they'll probably be much faster and quicker uh, than all the other teams. And maybe that could lead to some good success. I don't know. Definitely boost the stamina. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that sure. definitely helps for sure. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take one final break. But when we come back, we will have uh, our final thoughts for the show, and then we will uh, come to come to the conclusion of the show for this time. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with our final thoughts. Welcome back to our Texas Tiger podcast. As we are here, Kenneth the Rock Klein, Mark T. Robinson. We had a good show for you. Just to give you a recap, in case you missed out, we actually uh, recapped the. Um, well, we talked about the current situation with all fall sports going on in the spring or in the winter. Uh, we also had our on this date segments where we recapped all historical moments that happened throughout the days on this week. Then we gave our special tribute to the special teams players that made the top ETBU players for football in the D3 era. We're going to continue that next week with a different position, and we'll also be doing that for volleyball as well. Then, of course, uh, we had our um, ambush alert, a surprise segment where we pay tribute to Bailey Bias, a former ETBU volleyball player who just recently started a new job uh, working with Southern Girl Graphics. And then, of course, uh, we just came off a segment where we talked about the coaches and how they were adjusting to the current situation. And that is going to... Um, do it for our show. Before we uh, go, uh, we like to pay uh, say a special thanks to our sponsors, Dairy Queen of Marshall in Hallsville, Whataburger, Marshall Ford, and Maverick Chevrolet, Juicy's Hamburgers, and Tacos. So once again, we like to thank our sponsors, Dairy Queen of Marshall in Hallsville, Whataburger, Marshall Ford, and Marshall Chevrolet, Juicy's Hamburgers, and Tacos. So those are our sponsors that we always like to thank. And Mark, before we go, uh, any final, final thoughts? Well, one thing I was going to say is that, folks, we know it's uh, it's been a very challenging year, uh, and that's putting it mildly, of course, but one of the things that this pandemic has presented to us is an opportunity to really capture the different side of the athletes, really kind of promote their stories, why they've, came, they've come to ETBU, what kind of effect has the environment and the community have uh, had on them thus far. So I just think that, you know, with everything bad that has happened, there has been a lot of good to come out of it, been teaching us different forms of coverage. So we are very excited to bring you uh, just a different side of ETBU athletics, uh, especially with our new campaign, hashtag Tigers United. So guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and of course, keep your mask on. Absolutely. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. For Mark T. Robinson, I'm Kenneth K. Rock Klein saying we will see you guys next week. Again, stay safe and go Tigers! This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.